Welcome back, family, to Team Ohana's Back Issue Book Club. My name is Greg. And I'm Rich. How's it going? And <clears throat> I am in my car because I'm out and about doing uh, errands with my family, but that's how much I, that's how dedicated I am to this podcast <laughs> and this channel. From one family so, to another. <laughs> yes. And I apologize. I'm a little bit under the weather. Um, so that's what you hear in my voice, maybe. But this week we read the first six issues of the Court of Owls saga from Batman Volume 2 uh, from 2011, written by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo did the art. Correct. Uh, we read issues 1 through 6, and I liked it. I liked that a lot, too. Real quick, before we get into this, though, I would like to point out, anybody who's listening to this on the uh, podcast, thank you for joining. But remember, we also have a YouTube channel where you can actually see this. Anybody yes. watching this on the YouTube channel, remember, this is also available as a podcast. So you can drive and listen at the same time. So don't forget to cross, you know, and check all up. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yes. Be little... Little worker bees and spread your DNA across our different formats. Yes, please. <laughs> I'm asking. I'm begging. Uh, but yes. So um, this was pretty uh, gritty. It was a pretty it, gritty take. It was, and there are times where it started to get to my level of deepness. So, you know, like I don't want a comic book to be overly sophisticated. You know, if I feel like ah, I'm okay. you know, um A because my I grew up reading comics. That's about the level of my reading intellect. So if it starts to get too in depth, it's beyond me. It, it makes me feel like I was, you know, like way over my head when I was trying to le- read Chaucer and Shakespeare and stuff like that mm. back in high school. But this this was approaching uh, some of the levels that I'm like, okay, if it gets much more intellectual than this, I'm too stupid for it, you know? <laughs> <clears throat> what, what Was there a specific one that you can remember? No, just... I have, like, just in general. Okay. Um, I, I liked that... Um, I like the writing. I thought the writing was good from Scott mm-hmm. Snyder. I liked um, Batman felt authentic. Like I feel like that based on everything I've watched, seen, read over my 36 years or whatever, it seemed true to this comic about how he behaved about, you know, when he was talking about like, <clears throat> I know the Court of Owls. It's not them. It's not them. They're not real. They're yeah. not real. I, re- I researched them. I it was and then he my we got first the, thing as a kid. <laughs> that was a cool addition to the origin of his story, you know. It was. So um and the book did a really good job of making me feel like oh god, they are watching. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> so and they took a lot of the uh characteristics of owls and incorporated them into how it would be against Batman. I mean, the, the the one obvious one is that owls eat bats. So yes, <laughs> but how yeah. they don't and they don't uh, make their own nest. They just inhabit somebody else's. And <laughs> uh, yeah, that whole like thirteenth floor thing was really fascinating. Yeah, I really like that. Um, the way they explained like people coming to the city, bringing their folklore and and tall tales with them, and 
I don't know. It was really well done. I thought I liked that part a lot. Um, what did you think of Capullo's art? <clears throat> I don't like. I, it's it's good. I think he excels when it's not just regular human people. Like I think I think his art is not. I think it's amazing when he's like Batman and monsters and fights and mm-hmm. crazy stuff. But like when it was just Bruce Wayne talking to uh, uh, Lincoln March. Oh, you mean Sloan? Because I couldn't tell the two apart. Very, very similar. And even Dick looked very, very, very similar to Bruce, okay. just like a little a little smaller, maybe, but like But you had the same complaint that I did that I'm like is it two Bruce Ways? Couldn't he draw them a little bit differently? Yeah, it is that's why I think I don't like it when it's just like normal people, but I think when he draws other stuff, it's cool. It's really good. Um Todd McFarlane says he's a better illustrator of Spawn than he Todd McFarlane himself is. <coughs> so that's an interesting little tidbit. Uh, Snyder's um, writing, though, I, I, I've yet to see something that he's written that I just don't like. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm trying to remember what else I've read by him. I know he did the uh, that firefighter story that was hot, a cup of pun intended. Um, <laughs> a few months ago, that got optioned, and he does Noctera mm-hmm. and a handful of stuff. He's one of those all star guys right now, so yeah. So, this run of Batman, from what I saw, goes up to a, a, a lot of issues for a newer 52, run. It's not, I think. Yeah, it's not. Oh, that's right, because it's a new 52. Um, yeah. it, it's not. You know, ten issues and stay out, stop it, and then do a new one, and we got another number one, and we get people buying the book. Yeah. Um, the quarter battles only goes for twelve issues. The initial, yeah, there's like there's a couple of owl sagas mm-hmm. arcs, but this initial one, yeah. So, um, did you suspect uh, Nightwing? when they uh, uncovered his DNA or <clears throat> when I first read that, I was like, who, who's he talking about? And then I saw in the background DNA match, you know, Robin or not Robin, Nightwing, Dick Grayson. That's his name. And um, Bruce doesn't totally, totally, totally trust uh, Dick Grayson or anybody except for Alfred. Yeah. If you notice like he was saying, name, current position, level of clearance. High. And it would, it would be high. like, high, 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 high. And then Alfred, yeah, highest. Highest, yeah. Yeah. I noticed that for sure. Um, but that's, I mean, that's Batman, you know. He's, he survived because of that, I would say. I definitely don't understand... No, I do understand why. I was just thinking about the very beginning when it looked like he was fighting with alongside Joker, but he did it to find out. <laughs> did it to find out the uh, the the mole, I guess, in Arkham. Yeah, which makes me oh. wonder where the actual Joker was during that. It's true. I don't know, but that reminds me. I loved the dialogue <clears throat> that Jim Gordon had. 
when uh, he was like, leave the signal on. Even oh, though he's not coming. Yeah. He's not coming. I know he's not, but it's a symbol uh, to the rest of the city. Um, either if you're a good guy, hope, you know, someone's there. Or if you're a bad guy, you know, watch the fuck out. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, I, was, I don't know. This was 2011. So I think this, yeah, this predates uh, the Dark Knight and the, you know, that trilogy, correct? I don't think so. Because uh, I remember I was going into college when the first one came out in 05. Okay. So think, right about the same o- time. I think 08 was the Dark Knight and maybe 11 was the, the third. So they, so if the first, the second one, the dark Knight, was this, uh, 2008, it predates this by three years and they use that scene. It's kind of in the dark Knight. So I'm wondering if, uh, the, the, this scene in the comic book was actually copying that a bit. Probably. When the female detective comes up to the rooftop and James Gordon is um, up there with the bass signal and she says, I don't think he's coming. And he's like, oh, yeah, but they don't know that. Uh, sometimes I just like to remind people that he's around. And you see the criminals like look up and see the signal like, nah, 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 not tonight. Nah, forget it. Forget it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that makes sense. Totally. So, I mean. Uh... I mean and I don't read a lot of Batman. Maybe that was a scene that they had back in 1950 in the comic books. I don't know. <laughs> That's true too, yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to to completely reinvent the wheel every time. Mm-hmm. I know you're not. I know you're not complaining about it, but it's just. No, no, no. I'm just. There's was just wondering so where the origin many... of it was. Yeah. So I don't know, but I liked it a lot. Um, it was interesting at this time. Tim was Red Robin. Yum. Yum. There's a red robin right over there. Uh, you know, that's actually how me and Mrs. Ohana make sure that we find each other if we get separated in a store. One of us will yell red robin and the other one goes yum. Because too many people, too many people go Marco Polo. If you yell yeah. Marco in a suit in a, in a store, 12 people will yell out Polo. But if you yell out red robin, everybody's like, what? What's that red robin? And one person yells out yum. Okay, she's that way. <laughs> that's so funny. You got to come up with your own catchphrase, man. Yeah. Plus, down here, down in Georgia, there are no Red Robins. Nobody knows what the heck we're talking about. That's really effective, then. I didn't know that. Yeah. You're up okay. in Virginia where there's a Red Robin. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he had the whole uh, the whole Robin crew with Dick, Tim, and Damien right there. So yep. that was cool to see. All high levels. And, I'm honestly, I'm actually surprised that there weren't like high level one, level two, level three. I would have put Dick Grayson at high level one, in my opinion. I think one, I would put Dick and Tim both at that, and then Damien maybe one down because he's still kind of like you know yeah. working his way up. So um, yeah, because when when we when we, that scene opened up and I saw him fighting with the Joker, I'm like, when did the Joker get to be such a great fighter? <laughs> yeah, damn, like doing backflips and stuff and. And, and yeah, then, and then, then when he sees him in the in the uh, in the back cave, it's like, wow, are you practicing brooding? <laughs> and I actually I heard the, that in the, like Mark Hamill's voice, you know. <laughs> I guess the rumors are true. <laughs> I'm actually surprised. Or what do you say? I'm. Uh, 
I'm impressed or something like that. And then he was like, did the whole like minority report thing with like the computer yeah. actually showing up and yeah, that was funny. Yeah. And it's in, in later on finding out that he installed a 3d uh, camera or whatever. So he could project a holographic image of the morgue in his back cave. <laughs> He's like, well, it that... saves time on this so often, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's got the level of detail where you could be like, check his back left molar. Yeah. <laughs> How did you see that? I'm in 4K. You're not. Anyway. <laughs> I actually have better resolution here than in person. Yeah. It's like it's like watching sports on TV. I can zoom it in, you know. <laughs> right. I mean, overall, though, I really did enjoy the story, though. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to it going forward. I didn't buy into the... I've been beaten within an, within an inch of my life and I can't even move. And, but wait, here's my great, great grandfather. Oh, I now I have the strength. I don't buy that. I don't buy that at all. I'm sorry. You know, he would have already gone through enough, all of his adrenaline rushes over the prior week that he's been gone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did get, he did get messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, I came across with like, uh, you know, world wrestling. I can't say WWF. It's not WWF. WWE. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 drama, right? It's like uh, yeah. So he doesn't have superpowers, but he kind of does in a way. <laughs> yeah. And Rider those warriors, power. those talons are apparently disposable. They've got more waiting. <laughs> Yeah, we found out at the very end that the that room full of coffins, I guess, are all the past ones that have been discarded. Yeah. I, or I so, thought they were ones waiting to be awoken. Guess we'll find out. I, don't know. I still don't know how he's able to survive a 30-story drop onto a car and... Yeah. You know, is he, you know, got some kind of a exoskeleton suit... Uh, is he dead already and kind of like one of the Night Sister zombies from Ahsoka? I don't know what we're dealing with here. I really don't. That's true. Yeah, I don't either. Um, but we got 12 more issues to find out. Yeah, what would you think about like the... Uh, that was a little girl, right? Who was the owl that was like, beat him, beat him more and more and more. Yeah, but her arms look, look emaciated. I, I, it was, I don't know if it was just drawn that way or they were trying to say that, you know... I, I don't know. A little girl that lives in a you know a <laughs> staircase and isn't fed. I don't know what the hell. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. I, I really want to find out who who those owls are. I hope we do in the next six. Yeah, and is there kind of some kind of a hallucinogen that everybody's using, or or is this totally a cult? I don't know. Yeah, I had um, a little bit of time just discerning when was dreams or hallucinations and not sometimes. So. So a lot of people have said that they would like to see this adapted to film in the next uh, Batman movie. I personally don't see this adapting well to a movie. Not from what I've seen so far. We'll see. Yeah, that's the rumor that that's what they're going to do. So It's supposed to be the Court of Owls and Hush, from what I've understood. But again, I just... I don't know if, from what I've seen in the first six, six issues, if this will translate per, uh, the way I think it should.
I certainly feel like it would be a different tone than the last movie. Yeah. <clears throat> Which would be a good thing for me and you, I think. So do you want to give the what we've read so far a rating? Yes, I've formulated one prior to this <laughs> rather than on the spot. Well, I went first uh, with the 8 billion genies, and uh, uh, then I had to duck your gunfire. But uh, you get to go first so far for the first six. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with an eight. Close. I, really I was going to go I'm going 7.5. So we're right on the same page today. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. I really liked it. Um, I was engrossed in the story. Uh, I was like, I was feeling what the books wanted me to feel which is always a good sign for me when I can buy into the book. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, that's why I liked it a lot. Um, I'm looking forward to the next six, six issues. I am probably not going to wait for next weekend to read it. So, which, cause I like to read it right before the show. So this way it's fresh in my mind. I might have to read it a second time to refresh it, but I, I want to know what the heck is going on. There's too many questions and that's a good thing. Yes, absolutely. If the book is leaving you wanting to read more, then it's done its job. <laughs> yeah, totally. And uh, um, speaking of reading more, we had two homework assignments this week. Kill your darlings. Mm -hmm. We were going to start, not just because back at your book club, we're trying to evolve it a little bit, where we're not only going to talk about... Uh, something from the past we're going to start reading something from now and from continue reading it yes because so. it's a gift ha 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 <laughs> i can't remember what movie that's from too You're like 12 there's a lot people use yeah. that one a lot um yes uh our buddy and patron jason doyle suggested we uh pick up or start reading kill your darlings and i was like hmm, how can we do that Because I felt like one book, it would only be come out once a month, so that would be hard to do. So why don't we piggyback it on every four episodes or something like that? So that's what we're going to do. All right. So did you do your homework? I did, teacher. I read it. Okay, me too. I actually read it before I read the Dark the uh, Batman books. Well, cool. I, it's one one copy, so I was like, let me just get this out of the way. Fair. Uh, what do you think? I like it. <laughs> it kind of reminds me a little bit of Stray Dogs. The same flavor of, it's a kid's story. Oh, oh no, it's yeah. not. Oh, yeah, no, it's true. not. That's a good point. Don't let your kids see this and go, oh, it's a kid playing with her dolls. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, so we're introduced I was surprised. I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, oh, this is cool. I see colors everywhere and stuffed animals and, and a lot of very different from the cover. So I knew something I, was I afoot really love, right away. I can really appreciate this alternate cover, though. Stegman cover there. Yep. Yeah. With, with the, 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 the animals. Oof. So. so this girl has an intense imagination, clearly. And she's in a war with. The kingdom of what is the squirrels? Slither. Yeah, they look like squirrels or chipmunks or something. No, but I say it was, I think it was like uh, King Slither. Something, but, yeah. But he was a rat. 
Oh, he was a rat. Okay. Uh, well, I thought he was a rat. Maybe it was a squirrel. Doesn't matter. Hold the um, line. Yeah. It was funny. It was fun and funny. And then we get back to reality where she's talking to her mom. And apparently her mom's dealing with like bills or collect debt collectors or something like that. <clears throat> um, and she's trying to shield her from it because she was like, what are we talking about espionage? You know, you're not supposed to be listening <laughs> in. Oh, her mom is so supportive. Yes. It's a great, it's a great, um, that's how I try to be with my kid. And it's not always easy because you're dealing with bullshit like she's dealing with and you got to put a face on, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love the like Rose. What do we say about espionage? Uh, right. Did we say we liked it? Cute. No. How's the war effort going? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so she, uh, she goes to, she's like, uh, the war raged late into the night and it's like 8 p.m. And um, she asks if she can leave her lava lamp on for five minutes. And so she does. And then I try to, at some point she goes to school and she's talking with her buddy about how like they need help on the, with the war effort. And he's like, why don't we ever do my things? And she's like, cause you're suck. Minor yeah, I think and he's playing like some Pokemon Dungeons and Dragons type of card game yeah. where you have to, you know, you want to get the most powerful card. It's like a hundred bucks. You should really ask your mom. That's right. He was talking about Charizard essentially from Pokemon. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and uh, uh, so, but uh, real early, real early on though, when she, uh, her mom is obviously ha- having a real tough time with bills. She must be yeah. behind us. She got bills all over the table. She's trying to make phone calls. I guess trying to get extensions. And right. her daughter just goes and like ganks this massive piece of aluminum foil, which if anybody's been shopping lately knows that aluminum foil is not cheap. <laughs> that's what that was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And well, that's why she made these silver flaming, silver fire or whatever, oh. which is uh, kept in her castle and guarded by her. her greatest warriors but and i was like don't rip hold of that <laughs> you know like i can't really yell at her i'm just trying to support her i'll just go without something else you know <laughs> yeah yeah um i'm trying to remember how does how do we get to oh she comes home from school mm-hmm. she's after like, walking home, home with her friend and her she's friend like, was across the street yeah, and yeah. she's exhausted. We think she's exhausted from work because it shows the the apron from the place that she works on the side, a whole ashtray full of cigarettes, some still smoldering. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is like a flashpoint situation where Barry comes home and sees his mom all murdered. Mm. Um, but did we did we see her? We didn't see the mother. Die? After that, right? No, yeah. no, we actually don't see her at all. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. I just I wasn't sure if I was missing that, but we see all the in reality stuffed animals ripped up and screwed yeah, about. And her map of her of her kingdom has now been redrawn, showing all the trails of blood, all her um, army decapitated, and her standing over it, the same as she did before. And I'm like, this is getting really dark. And the really great thing I like about the story is it's doing it without words. Yeah. 
it's doing a lot of it with just the imagery and letting you write your own story. And it, it flashes like reality and then the same scene in her mind mm-hmm. or what we're led to believe is in her mind as real gory. And it keeps going back and forth and back and forth. And I was like, oh man, this girl's being traumatized right now. <laughs> I still don't know how old this is going to link to the opening couple pages showing uh, a witch being burned, a, you know, a kid being burned for witchcraft. Oh yeah. From I early, early on. And I'm like, Agatha? No, no. <laughs> She's not. It was Agatha all along. <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot about that. But yeah, first couple of pages, like you said, the parents willingly uh, allow her their daughter to be burned, mm-hmm. and then boom, back to our new story. Yeah. So, um, it turns out that the house burns down. Her family is. Her mother is still inside. We assume. Um, because everybody's like, "Where's your mom? Where's your mom?" And yep. the only, you know, we, and of course, the fire inspector is going to say it's sort of from that smoldering ashtray with the, you know, it must have gotten knocked over while she was sleeping. True. That's probably why they showed it. They showed it. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about the girl's father, uh, nope. if he's alive or divorced or anything, or if she's going to be with other people in the neighborhood, just stay with them with child services. I don't know. Um. But yeah. we had this immense evil <laughs> that oh, uh, yeah, ter- from from the cave, yeah. which is actually the cave is shown on the cover. That's right. I mean, wow, the, yeah. the cover looks like an interesting picture until you read the book and then go back and look at the cover and go, there's the trails of blood. There's a girl trying to figure out where it's coming from. There's the cave. Holy crap. This is actually <clears> revealing <throat> so much and you don't even know it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Now, how Good many point. issues is this story? That's a great question. Um, I can see. I'm gonna rely can... on you. <laughs> okay, because because I don't want to change my phone. <laughs> not a problem. There, I had to just open up a second window. No, not not the 2013 drama romance starring Daniel Radcliffe. Not that. <laughs> no, no, no. Comic. Okay. Happy. Happy dear. Uh, hmm. <clears throat> continue to talk while I look this up. <laughs> Uh, okay. So usually I feel like these start out as like a, an, a four, an eight, or like a 12 or 10 issue miniseries. But I think, it, I wonder if books are always like, have a stipulation. If they, if they cross this threshold of sales, then it gets changed into a, uh, not maybe not unlimited series, but another run or something. Because uh, kind of like um, House of Slaughter, or because I mean, they they copied enough picked. Uh, they made definitely sold enough copies of Stray Dogs, and they came out with another storyline, but that didn't go mm-hmm. anywhere. 
No. <clears throat> but I'm trying to remember. I, I, I know when I first got into comics, Swamp Thing was starting, and Ram B wrote that, and it went 12 issues, and it was planned for 12. Like it said, of 12 on the cover, and then it sold so well that they kept going. So, I don't know. Well, I mean, was it the um, something's killing the children? I don't know if they were counting on that going as far as it did. It went, and it, that's, that might have been why they paused at uh, issue number 15 and had a break so they get caught up and write some more stuff. I'm sure. I mean, it's going to be tough to, to, to have something pump out every month. I'm not, <coughs> I'm not seeing anything about it being a limited series. I don't know. Okay, well. There's definitely potential here. Um, I'm curious to see if um, it's gotten a lot of buzz, right? Like people are pretty pumped up about it. I believe so. Seeing reviews, I'm seeing it's a new a, a new book. I don't see anything about yeah, you know, like the first of eight or twelve or. Uh, I'm going to just try uh, one more thing here and that'll be uh, cover price see if my boys over cover price can help us out here <laughs> uh, while I'm doing this I'm just going to say what did you think of that nice big wood sword that she uh, pulled out yes it, at first it shows us in her imagination and that looked dope it looked like the levels of um Oh, what was that book we read about the guy, the father with him, uh, amnesia? Oh, 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 oh the old, oh, no, the, the something gods, old, not, uh, yes, you, that one, yeah, the one by Donnie Cates, where like the father like has to fight, but anyway, that was a badass sword, and that's kind of what I imagined when she pulled it out. And then it takes you back to reality, and she's got like this cardboard sword, and I was like, man, this is great. This is totally what, what kids do and what I did as a kid and stuff. So, well, I see pre-releases of two and three, and it says Kill Your Darlings three issues, but that might be because that's all they have to report on. Um, but when I saw that sword, it reminded me of this movie I watched last night called Blue Beetle. <laughs> you watched Blue Beetle? I did. Okay. You said in the... Well, just real quick, uh, you said that you... Uh, said it was about as enjoyable as the first Shazam movie. Yeah. I liked it much better than that. Oh, good. I thought that the level of serious and comedy was at a proper level through the entire film. It didn't feel like it was going through, you know, like Batman serious and, and then goofy comedy the entire time. It was a proper level. You know, like yeah. everything was believable. Um, and the cast that they picked for the Hispanics, perfect. I love Nana. <laughs> Don't mess with Nana. <laughs> Nana, someday we'll have to tell you about her times during the revolution. Yeah, we have it. Yeah, the music was excellent in that. The skill that they picked for it, it was, it was. Yeah, I liked it a lot. That was one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite DC movies so far. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah, I uh, I recently threw it up like in the background 
um, when I was doing stuff. And I was like, I got to the part where, spoilers, I got to the part where uh, he, like, meets his dad again in, like, the other world or whatever. And that was just, like, a really sweet scene that got me teary-eyed a second time again. So, yeah. It was well done. I liked it a lot. And that, and that was also really well done, too. Well filmed and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, uh, I guess that's an ongoing until it starts to suck in sales. Yeah. I see critics dollars. ratings got a 9.3. User ratings. User ratings load sometime today would be nice. Well, um, User ratings only an eight point six, so, but still pretty good. And it just says a new epic begins from debut writers Ethan S. Parker and Griffin Sheridan. No matter what website I look at, that's exactly what it says. It doesn't say uh, a ten issue, eight issue, six issue. It's just a new epic begins. Okay. So maybe this might just continue going, and if so, is this the next? Um, something is killing the children. Oh, please, please, please. Well, if it is, just say it's not going to hit those kind of values. Because something no. is killing the children did, you know, nobody bought it when it first came out. This one, everybody's talking about was issue number one. Damn it. So it'll be much lower printed. I mean, well, much higher printed than the low print of something is killing the children. That being said, it still could be a, you know, it, it should, I think it's already more than the three ninety nine cover price. So don't worry about that. <laughs> What would you give it out of 10? I really like this. Uh, I'm going to go 8.5. I'm going to go, I'm going to stick with eight. <laughs> Even uh, keel Greg today, man. Even keel Greg. Yeah. <laughs> Something about being in the car, man. Um, Why would you rate your car? It's an eight. It's an eight. How's the weather today? It's an eight. No. <laughs> it's very... Very gray and cloudy. Um, so it's a 10. No. Yes. If it was a sunny, beautiful day, you'd be in a park. You wouldn't be able to do this video. It's a That's rainy right. day. They're inside a mall. You're recording a video. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Uh, man, I man reasoning. My Man reasoning. <laughs> Mansplaining the reasoning. Yes, to another man. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought this was good. Really good. Great start. I'm I am a little averse always to, you know, uh a lot of gore and violence or whatever, but you know, uh all you saw was teddy bears, man. Come on, the toys. Yeah, but it's also just like a, a general like scare. Um Oh, you flickered there for a second. Yeah, I noticed that. Am I good? Yep, you're good. Okay. Uh, but so was uh, Stray Dogs, and that ended up being just phenomenal. So, yes. And that uh, was just as tense and, to a point, gory. Yeah. That's I'm, Yeah, that's I'm. So I just want to be honest and open and upfront with myself, with you guys as well. This could change, but right now it's an eight for me. I think you're going to be okay. This seems to have the kind of writing... And I could tell from other things in the book where it lets your mind take it to 
the extreme of you. Yeah. That's okay. True. So I think that they're going <clears> to, <throat> the way that they're doing this, it seems like they're going to insinuate or show partial or out of, you know, or, or not show at all and let you, the reader, formulate your own worst case scenario. So just as long as you stay out of my mind, you're fine. <laughs> wear like a tinfoil hat when I'm reading. Yeah. No interference. No, she used all the tinfoil though. She used all the tinfoil stuff. That's true. That's true. All right. So I'm really looking forward to next week though. <coughs> well, no, not 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 next week because now we have to wait a month for this. Yeah. Oh, probably two weeks. This came out a couple weeks ago. So that's true too. Yes. Um but next week we are going to be covering the second six issues of Batman Corbell's. Um, so we both look forward to that. Should we wrap it up? Please. Sir. Okay. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you rate, subscribe, leave comments, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, also on YouTube, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, don't forget to check us, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash Ohana for three bucks a month. You get this podcast, uh, much earlier than the public. You get to suggest uh, things that we read for the podcast. This was a, both of these were a suggestion from our patrons. Um, tonight, we're having our uh, monthly Patreon get together where mm-hmm. you're going to pull books from my pull box and I'll ship them to you every three months. So at least three books uh, at a time, I will ship your way every three months or every four months. Every three months. Anyway, three books. Uh, and whenever we do a Remember Me video, you'll get an extra pick from each of us instead of just four total. You'll get six total uh, exclusive to the Patreon. You also get to pick an extra book on New Comic Book Day if your name is chosen in the raffle. Which every every I week like, on. I feel, I feel like 50% of the time it's like a patron that comes out on top yeah. of that. So you have a good chance of Essentially, getting twelve dollars worth of stuff for free, plus the five plus dollars shipping for paying three dollars a month. So, um, that's a good deal. Check yeah. us out on our Etsy in the links for merch. If you want to show that off, don't forget to wear your merch if you're going to the Cartersville Comic Con to Rich's booth. Get a free mystery slab. I'm gonna have a box of mystery slabs. <laughs> For sale, yep. and if you show up wearing a hat or shirt from uh, Timo Hanna, um, just showing the love and the support of the channel, I'm going to tell you pick one for free. There you go. So that's an awesome deal. Um, hmm, anything else? No, that's it. As soon as we wrap this up, I'm going to re- record the uh, FOC video and get that up on YouTube. So that'll actually be up before this will. And then, uh, yeah, Don't spend Tuesday is. Yeah, I no, <laughs> I know. Uh, Tuesday, um, we'll be watching episode five, the penultimate episode of uh, Ahsoka, and uh, recording the watch along for our Patreon viewers. I forgot about that. Yeah, our, our watch alongs, whatever shows we're watching, we put them up there with our reactions. Put a time clock at the top so you can start your copy when we start ours, and it's like we're all watching together. So that's a cool thing to be doing on that. Absolutely. All right, guys, I'm done. Okie dokie. Uh, until we see you guys in the next episode, mahalo.